So in this episode, I want to talk to you about narcissism. I know it's a huge subject at the moment, but it's completely breaking my heart. Listen to everything. I don't care at this point where it comes from, who's got a mother wound, father wound, and who's got sociopathic behaviours, who's got the biggest childhood wound there is. I don't care. I've gone past the point of caring. What I care about is you, right? I care about your well-being and getting you the hell out of these situations. So we're going to keep it real nice and simple and you could call me anything you like sociopath psychopath narcissist i've been called them all i've been called them all so yeah just throw them at me but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna keep it nice and simple nice and black and white and that in itself could be seen as all these things but honestly past the point of caring okay so one thing a narcissist will not do is balance they won't do it I've walked into office spaces before to do some work and the first two days is completely and utterly consumed by one person's need to entertain the office and talk about themselves. Nino, red flag, no thanks. I've been in relationships where it's me, 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 me. Okay, no balance, thank you. Bye, see ya. I've seen people move to the other side of the effing world to be with these people, no balance. They haven't done anything for you. I, it's so easy to spot when you look for balance because you go visit them all the time. They don't even pick you up from the train station. No balance. When you start to look at it from a perspective of like a seesaw, like how much you are doing versus how much they are doing, it's very obvious. You don't need to start looking for the breadcrumbs. You don't need to start looking for the evidence. It's literally there in every single action that they do. It's them 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 and if you keep going it will continue to be them so you have to look at input versus export right input output that's it sorry not export what am i doing <laughs> exporting goods so you know it's like how they dominate a conversation it's like how they ruin birthdays i remember going out for my birthday dinner this was years and years and years ago and the person i was with i went to the bathroom actually i came back and they persisted to tell me how this crowd of people were looking at them and they even asked them for their number. And I asked my friends, did that happen? And they said, no. And I was like, there you go. It was out of balance, you see. It was all about me and not them. So they had to introduce. So again, you start to see, I mean, we could talk about these stories till the cows come home, right? But what's really important with every single discrepancy that you have in your life and every single hurt that you have in your life, it's all about keeping it simple. The more you dig deep into childhood wounds and the more you start making excuses about how you're an empath and how they're toxic and they're a thing, you start feeding into it right and you're just going to get more and more and more and more of it your days are going to get worse there's going to be more depression stop looking into it stop feeding it and look at it in a very simple way right so it's like uh, empathic people have this terrible weakness where empathy really is born from childhood so they would have grown up in an environment where again there was there would have been narcissism and self-absorption and they really to feel any ounce of acceptance they would have extended their feelings so far in front this is how a lot of psychics are born actually so far in front that they would have felt the need to understand the other person's pain just so that they could get insights on why they weren't being loved 
and that is heartbreaking. And as you get older, if you're an empath, then you have learned the skill to understand someone else's moods so that you don't feel isolated or unloved. And if you meet another narcissist person, guess what you do straight away? You go, I wonder why this person is being so... And then we mask it as being kind. Oh, I'm such a lovely person today. I really try to understand my psychotic friend so that I feel better about myself. Just exit. Honestly, I mean, you can call me narcissist all you like because I am saying walk away from these toxic people. And you could say it's not a spiritualistic thing to do. But quite honestly, there's oh many, uh, oh many, there's only so many times that you can see the same pain being regurgitated from one generation to another, to another, to another. And there's only so many social media posts that you can tolerate about the same subject. And I think we just need to boil it down to its bare bones, which is this person is taking so much from you and you're willing to give that. So you're both being toxic. You're abandoning yourself at the earliest opportunity and dishonoring yourself. And they're willingly just taking. You've created a hot mess between the both of you and you need to stop playing together. Like all kids can't play together, right? So as we're adults, nothing changes. But it's a short one today because I'm not gonna waste my time on this, on this subject, I'm no psychologist. But what I will say is I'm so sick to death of seeing the same pain go through generations. And then it's like, is this a genera generational curse? Well, define curse. If it's a generational selfish trait, then yeah, you know? So you need to stop and you need to say, actually, this is out of balance. Pull back your energy and see how much they're willing to work for it. Self-love, self-assertion, self-esteem is going to serve you so much through this life in everything. If your boss is taking the mickey, pull back your energy. Let people know what your value is. Don't, like... I almost find that there's a, a weakness within the ideology itself of, is I'm going to give my everything to you. Almost blackmailing, really, because then if you don't love me, then you're the psychopath, you know, and you're the narcissist. And I totally understand why you're doing that because you want to be loved, right? And you probably romanticise relationships. But that in itself is not healthy and that too can be seen as manipulative. So stay on your side of the street Approach every single connection and every single relationship that you have in your life with a sense of balance, intelligence, and sophistication. Ask key questions about people. If someone blows hot and cold, find out why they blow hot and cold. What, babe, goes on in your week, which means that you drop off contact? What is going on for you that I need to know about? Ask sophisticated contact um, questions. If you're dating someone and they're all about me, 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 meet me on my side of the river or whatever, you know, my time, my dates, I decide. Ask key questions, you know? Tell me about your relationship history. Tell me about your relationship with your family. You know, you're digging, really. You're finding out why the per this person is so self-absorbed, you know? But just don't bother. Honestly, it never leads to a good thing. You can't enter a toxic relationship at hopes it gets better. What you you both going to have that mindset of we need to make this a better thing? No, absolutely not. It's going to be toxic from day one, you know? 
so that's just a quick reminder look eight minutes simple as but just oh my god like please stop getting caught up in the drama vortex it's wasting your lives and you are worth more than that right so you have to figure out self-worth and you have to figure it out quickly because a lack of self-worth is going to lead to a really shit life all right love you loads as always